Property and casualty insurers are facing some critical issues. Many businesses are only just climbing out of deep revenue holes brought on by the ongoing pandemic. They're looking to cut costs wherever they can, and they're looking at their insurance policies to see if they can reduce their premiums by reducing coverage. This does not bode well for PNC carriers in general, but there's another layer on top of this, the dramatic rise in drastic weather events caused by climate change. A hard market has occurred in which insurers are being forced to raise rates to offset the hundreds of billions in weather-related payouts. So we have this double whammy effect of the pandemic and damaging weather events that continue to weigh on the industry. What insurers do have in their favor, however, is technology. Hello, I'm Chris Henry, and this is Ahead of the Curve, produced by Gerent, the leading Salesforce consultation and implementation partner. In this episode, we continue our examination of the insurance industry and how it's being transformed through digital technology by focusing on property and casualty firms and MGAs, or managing general agencies. Much of what's changing in the PNC space parallels the changes occurring in the life insurance field. The need to make internal systems from back-end to front-end align and function seamlessly, while ensuring the best possible experience for the end user, whether that's an MGA, an agent, or a consumer. At the same time, many PNC carriers are taking advantage of an explosion in data tailor-made for them. We'll be talking to Sal Abano, Executive VP and Chief Information Officer for two major insurers and someone with three decades in the PNC space, as well as Kishan Ramaneni, Gerent Salesforce Industries lead, who has 15 years of knowledge and experience implementing technology solutions for insurers. Let's begin with the new data that's now available to insurers. Where are they finding it and how are they using it? Here's Sal Abano. Um, there's a couple of vendors that, you know, take catastrophic data based on either A, actuarial analysis kind of going out, uh, or B, you know, just based on certain patterns. And, uh, you know, when an underwriter is doing their analysis, there's a call out based on, let's say it's a property risk, their address kind of gets, you know, fed into this third-party service. And then um, a risk score gets, you know, evaluated around that. And in some cases where it's somewhat ambiguous, to an underwriter, an underwriter themselves can kind of see more drill down data about, you know, how far a particular property is from the coast, how far is the property from certain patterns of different uh, weather conditions, et cetera. So, you know, there's a lot of tools arising in the market where underwriters, you know, do get a sense of assisting, you know, how do you kind of project uh, the value of the risk, which ultimately then has price implications. And in some cases, you know, then you go into, all right, here's the price and it's still within the appetite, but the price is going to be high. Um, what can happen then is some um, risk mitigation that could then uh, lower lower premiums. So you're seeing a lot of technology out there trying to deal with that. The key is as these new things pop up, you know, how do you evaluate the, uh, the the value or how do you evaluate the accuracy of that, and, and that becomes your tool. Obviously, you can't get too many tools, right? Because you got to rely on a source. But that is where carriers are trying to figure out how do you get information externally, bring that in bring that at the fingertips at the underwriter and not have it take a phenomenal long time. You know, that's also part of the underwriting process from yesteryear where a lot of data analysis and data gathering and uh, 
fact-finding around underwriting uh, and longer process. Today's era, we're trying to do things uh, much more instantaneous. It wasn't that long ago that insurers were plodding along with existing technology, trying to keep up with massive changes in weather patterns and doing their best in assessing risk with limited tools. In the span of less than 10 years, that's all changed. The tools are now very sophisticated and are making a difference. I have the pleasure of uh, being in this business even longer than five, 10 years. So uh, I've seen a lot in my day. You know, where I've seen, you know, traditional legacy system, mainframe, AS400, very internally focused systems, which needed then a lot of operational business processing to kind of take place. And in those systems were on big environments, uh, older technology stacks, uh, much more expensive to, to run. Now we're seeing, you know, you can pretty much, uh, based on the size of your risk appetite or your underwriting guide, and, and based on your classes of business, um, newer technology can deploy, you know, much, much quicker than uh, it had been in the past. <clears throat> and then likewise, the support around that is considerably less. And then all those back-end processes, feeding this, feeding that, those integration kind of components are much more plug-and-playable than they ever have been before. So um, the, the good news is in the insurance world that uh, we're seeing finally the insurance base kind of getting to a point where technology is kind of starting to make a difference. Some of the, some of the issues that carriers are facing today is they still have older technology stack kind of running and that, that replacement exercise is rather cumbersome and how you do that, um, how that affects ultimately the customer. Because let's say, for example, if you're going to start with a particular line of business and kind of peel that off, you, sometimes you got to build a bridge. If you, let's say the product, you have a multi-line product um, that you're selling and you want a similar policy number. Well, if you have multiple systems kind of doing the processing, how you merge that together being into one does create some, some technicalities. And then you know, don't forget how that all integrates with claim systems and billing systems and then uh, how that feeds finance and the GL. It's an unraveling in some carriers where they're, they're still facing some challenges of that. But I think every carrier knows they need to get there to compete. Uh, you know, today, those systems aren't internally focused. They're externally focused. So that the presumption is you got to take care of, you know, the back office processing. That, 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 that's a given. But how you interact with the multiple distribution methods that some of these systems need to apply for. That's where we're seeing a lot of change. A lot of life insurers are being pushed to make changes because of their technology vendors. Many vendors are no longer supporting legacy mainframe-based systems and instead are focusing their efforts on cloud-based applications. So I asked Sal if PNC carriers were facing the same issue. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's a great question, right? So a lot of these vendors, if they've... Uh, if they've been able to survive some of the technology enablement that, that has happened, many more companies have happened uh, to, to start up. Um, so, you know, if some of these technology companies that had legacy systems haven't kept up with the times, they're in trouble. If you have a lot of people who've uh, traditionally been employees of an insurance company that are starting to retire, and what does carriers do? That, that's also forcing the technological change because carriers know sooner or later they're going to have trouble, you know, supporting this. Uh, the good news is, you know, a lot of the newer stuff that's out there has got uh, either front-end stuff, front-end technology, or, or middleware technology that does communicate with some of the back-office systems. But um, some of that stuff is is rather expensive, so it, it does support, you know, what's the 
midterm versus long-term, you know, decisions that have to be made to kind of make that transition. But uh, it's forcing carriers to make decisions because uh, I tell you that in the next five years, you're going to see a lot of major players pretty much abandon all that legacy stuff. While digital transformation is not a cheap proposition, it's clear that old applications aren't cutting it anymore. What's more, when done properly, such a transformation delivers a number of benefits. Kishan Ramanani is Gerent Salesforce Industries' lead. He maintains that PNC carriers and their MGAs will bring new products to market in a matter of weeks rather than months. And he also argues that this is where Salesforce and Salesforce Industries has a major impact. If you do digital transformation right, and in an insurance industry, it will definitely provide four key benefits. It will make your process efficient, and then it will be more personalized because you're now trying to ensure that your process is targeted to, to the customers that you work with on a daily basis, so it becomes personalized, so they are able to probably get a quote or probably pay a bill or file a claim, all of it from, from the comfort of their phone or, or their desktop, right? And third, you have to look at ensuring that this becomes scalable as well, right? And then last thing is, you know, there will be feedback based on customers, based on your internal users. You should be able to take that in an agile way and then uh, keep adding value to, to what you've already built. Now, if you take this into the MGA and uh, PNC space, if they use their existing legacy models, the ability to give more competitive products or to to uh, launch new offerings sometimes take them anywhere from 13 to 20 months in order to launch a product you have to understand what it's allowed they have to look at rating they have to look at underwrite they have to look at administration they have to look at claim processing and and in in their existing world all these are different systems different teams right sometimes these may be different companies so in order for them all to come together and to launch a product the runway is too much, and then they they soon lose the competitive edge to market. And I believe this is a key area where Salesforce and Salesforce Industries can help customers go to market in a, a much faster way, and, and then have their entire front and middle office handled in a single system, uh, thereby allowing them to innovate and also transform their business process to meet their business goals and also to meet the customer needs. So how does how does Salesforce uh, Industries Insurance tackle that? What areas can the software platform itself provide uh, benefit? So Salesforce Industries, uh, it, it provides an entire digital platform. It allows them to do a complete policy lifecycle management right there. It allows you to start with working with all your uh, agencies, be it you know your brokers or your customers or. Right. It provides the front office where you are able to use either a portal or a mobile phone, or, or you just you know call your customer uh, service center for various aspects. It, it can be to just get a quote. It can be to pay a bill. It can be to make a change to your policy. It can be to file a claim, or it may just be that you know I, I want to renew my existing policy. And then behind the scenes, right, the same platform allows to set up rules to make sure that the eligible products based on your needs are presented to you in a fashion that you can consume. You, you get products that are rated where you can do comparative, comparative rating from multiple carriers to, to present uh, the best option for the end user to choose from. Thereby, you are, you are now increasing your business by 
that that much factor, right? In, in order to be able to get a product rated from multiple carriers and provide some comparative rating to the user, the user has now more control of what they want to do. They can choose to buy only what they need. And then you're able to generate documents right from the platform. You're able to issue a policy and then service a policy all within one platform. And then added on top of this, it provides true omni-channel delivery. It's insurance in a box is what I would call it. And it's by the sound of things, listening to you describe it, it's got to be reducing the number of human touch points as well, just for the sake of speed and, and streamlining. I agree, right? If we design this right, and if you understand the process and uh, the platform provides you ability to have a complete solution for your digital insurance right within it, right? Uh, the ability to rate, underwrite, allow for straight through processing for uh, courts and claims, allow administrators to adjudicate a claim or allow underwriters to go and look at claims, uh, sorry, look at uh, courts that was referred and why it was referred. Uh, thereby, you don't go through multiple systems or emails or files to understand where the in, where does the information start or where does the information reside. It's all in one place. You you get a holistic view of what's happened. Yeah. So going to 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 use a to to use this ecosystem and a platform like like Salesforce and Salesforce Industries, you get all of the core abilities of Salesforce CRM. On top of it, you're now building industry specific uh, processes. So so they are building uh, industry standard data model, microservices that are readily available to you. They have a lot of UI components that you just configure to build out guided flows, have like a 360 degree view of a customer of what they've purchased. And then based on what they've purchased and based on information you know about them, you can then offer cross-sell and upsell opportunities for uh, for agents or, or representatives, right? Thereby driving more value to business, have better customer retention, uh, and overall, it just transforms the way that people are used to doing things. They, they, they are looking at 10 different systems. Now they're looking at one system. The advantages of speeding new products to market at a fraction of the cost can't be understated, according to Sal. Oh, absolutely. Right. Uh, the, I would say combine that uh, at an exponential level because some of those PNC products are that much more complex. So, you know, if I want to want to change a commercial package product, I want to change a cyber plan, I want to change what a BOP looks like, I want to change, you know, any nuance of how you kind of build, you know, product uh, suite, that's enormous, right? So technology, and that's a very good point you, you, you highlight, technology that does focus on uh, an expeditious way to build product, that usually is a, a good competitive advantage. You see a lot of compliance and, and product development aspects within a carrier, um, you know, appreciate that and, and push that. How does that transcend, right? So let's say, you know, I can figure out how to, how to build a mousetrap a little bit quicker, but now I'm partnering with an MGA. Typically, you know, when the assessment is, let's say an MGA has got a great, a great market business development plan, but their technology is, is not as, a, as efficient or as capable as uh, the carrier would like. Couple of things are happening. Either A, you know, carrier is, is building the system and then letting the MGA kind of use that system as a platform to manage what happens with their distribution with their retail agents. Or what's happening is a lot of carriers are building a lot of APIs and enablement that plug into their systems. So an MGA would, let's say, build a front end, 
but then a lot of the hooks that are doing a lot of the sophisticated uh, capabilities, right? So let's say product development in that case, the product's being developed on the carrier side, the product's being developed in their policy admin system. You're going to select the product on the MGA system, but you don't really have to build a product. You just have to utilize the product that the carry built. There's an API that's built that kind of knows what it is based on a certain underwriting conditions based on the limits, based on certain underwriting factors that you're entering in on the portal on the agent side, but the carrier is really doing the bulk of the work and enabling the MGAs in that fashion. So you're seeing several popping up, a lot of innovation labs uh, happening at the carriers that that are non-core IT departments, purely innovative labs that are they're designed to say, okay, this is where um, these markets are kind of going. How do we partner with other technologies, with other partners of ours that may not necessarily have to be developed uh, internally within the carrier space. Given the many advantages of a single internal system fully digitalized and integrated, it would be interesting to know which business argument dominates. Is it cost reduction, increased distribution, greater speed to market for new products, or the creation of a streamlined customer experience? Salabano had some interesting thoughts on that. Yeah, I think the jury's still out on the cost. Um, you know, clearly, in my view, cost is decreased as you compare legacy system support and the amount of people that had to be supporting those systems based on the technology stack. But for sure, you know, digitalization is, is really all about customer's experience, being on the cutting edge, being able to uh, run on a platform that's, you know, there's new new uh, devices are being created all the time, right? And uh, you're finding a younger generation that has a different way in which they want to compute and they want the same result. So that whole digital transformation kind of method is also what's forcing carriers, providers uh, of making that change too, because that that traditional way of selling has definitely changed, right? Uh, uh, people want to see for themselves. People want to run as much as they can on themselves. People want to have more data at their fingertips. They want to be able to analyze cost service expense on their own dime, right? So I think that whole different customer infusion that's kind of hitting the market. Uh, I was just talking to somebody recently and that whole model is geared towards um, a younger generation of small business owners in very niche kind of markets and have a certain employee size. That's that's where they see, you know, the opportunity kind of kind of leading towards where the, the, the change that's happening from the from the bigger di distribution methods uh, that still use older technology enablements is tricky to kind of continue to to, to to do business with. So you see, you see now that uh, that force of change that's uh, that's starting to happen. Another area in which that force of change is occurring is within the MGA space. Managing general agencies have been integral pieces of the insurance picture for years. They know regional and local markets better than the insurers. They handle quotes, underwriting, and even claims processing taking a great weight off the insurers. New MGAs are springing up with technology as their foundation. These are the insurtechs, and their role is an increasingly vital one today. I remember uh, talking to a couple of heads of uh, CEOs of, of MGAs that had a very old technology stack and needed to figure out how their very small, if any, technology team could kind of partner with builds technology, how do they communicate, you know, with carriers and, you know, how does it help their underwriting process? And very often at the MGA level and, and you know, you list, look at the list of MGAs, 
Uh, there's only a select few that come of a very large quantity and size, right? So that leaves a pretty large number that says they got to be really frugal with what they do with their technology spend. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when you when you think about how MGAs kind of start and, they, and they've got the special niche, they've got the special market, they know the customers because they've got the relationships with the retail agents. They're the ones that, you know, very often pitch, you know, these opportunities to carriers and present data from a profitability perspective, they kind of say, okay, this is what, if we do this, we can um, do that. Now, back in the day where, you know, carriers would help fund, you know, some of that, uh, you see a lot of the bigger name player, uh, either core systems or, or select component systems that predominantly spend a lot of time in the carrier space left out the, the NJs. I've had an enormous amount of conversations with so many different software players that are out there that have scaled down their, their pricing structures. I wouldn't say scaled down the, the, the features, but have right-sized technology capability, you know, for an MGA. Now, MGAs still have to be able to fund this. And I'd say, you know, they typically run for the most part on a very tight, nimble IT budget. But I think, you know, the new ones that are popping up and some of them that you see are popping up are actually formation of carriers themselves, where carriers are having their own MGAs that are kind of kind of standing up. You're seeing a lot of partnerships that, that are happening, a lot of investment in a carrier with people that had had MGAs that, uh, let's say, they're either uh, have been sold or they, they've moved on to different places. But these MGA leaders that know how to, how to be MGAs, you see a lot of funding that's kind of happening at the carrier because they see that command of that uh, opportunity, that distribution force, um, that class of business, like I said, oh, that particular region. So MGAs are starting to uh, have no choice to start getting on the, the bandwagon of changing their technology stack and, and catching up. You know, the, the, the long-winded answer to your story is and, and you're seeing a lot of MGA movement. You're seeing a lot, of, a lot of traction with sales focus on the MGA marketplace for tech technology upgrades. Gerent has performed a number of Salesforce Industries implementations for insurers and MGAs. With that in mind, I asked Kishan Ramaneni what sort of success Gerent's clients have been seeing. Uh, the, the biggest success that we've seen or the advantage that we've seen is within while before they should take anywhere from 18 to 20 months to, to roll out a new product, to onboard a new carrier. And then uh, they, they were using one system where they would get a code. They would using a separate system where they would file claims. They would use a, a get other system to onboard and uh, onboard any new agents you know, who they work with. Uh, and then if a new carrier, uh, if they want to reach out to a market to, to release a new product, it would take them 18 to 20 months working with carrier contracts, trying to get the process line in, in line, right? But with Salesforce and Salesforce Industries, what we've seen is they're able to have everything done in one place where onboarding starts and ends in, a, in the same system. Agents are able to self-serve. They, they can use Salesforce portals to be able to view their book of business, look at the quotes, print their necessary code proposals or policy documents or, or request for a bind without having to send email or call them. And then they have the entire history of what's happened with the customer. And then they, they can also go and look to see, you know, is the policy in good standing? Is the customer making payments? And they can request for renewals. And, and all, of this is, all of this is within one system. This is on one end, right? On the other end, MGAs are able to then launch new products bring it to market. If they are doing internal uh, rating and if they are undertaking the risk, they, they also understand 
whether they want to write or not. So they're able to make that decision faster. Uh, underwriting rules can be automated. There's more straight through processing. So there's that much less number of uh, human interaction. Underwriters don't have to switch between their outlook and then some ingrown system versus a carrier portal to orchestrate all of this. It all happens within one ecosystem and everything is tracked. So compliance team is also happy. They're able to audit it. They're able to reconcile payments. They're able to integrate with external payments You know, if they don't have their own payment system. And then they're able to, again, integrate with third parties to gain risk analysis, which they don't have in-house. They may still... Uh, you know, integrate to get that risk factors and that will allow them to make better decisions. So here's what we know to be true. The benefits of digitalizing insurance operations are numerous. Cloud-based applications run far faster than legacy applications and can produce results just as fast. New sources of data are exploding and PNC carriers and MGAs are using this data to really drill down on risk assessment. Fully integrated systems running on platforms like Salesforce and Salesforce Industries are reducing human touch points, allowing straight through processing when possible, and permitting insurers and MGAs to integrate their systems and bring new products to market in a fraction of the time and at a fraction of the cost of their old systems. Agility, scalability, and speed are the hallmarks today, and they will be in the years to come. Here's Salabano's view of the future. I think you'll see many, many more SaaS-like, whatever we're going to be called, 10, 15-year solutions from now. Everything will be in the cloud. You won't have any, any commoditized, pure technology uh, capabilities inside the carrier. I think that'll be more technology of a service that uh, groups will partner with. I think you'll find many, many more different types of platforms that will do, you know, plug and play. I think customer service will be able to kind of do things at the fingertips uh, much more easier than even it is today. You probably won't need to talk to, you know, a particular person uh, anymore. You'll be able to transact business all electronically. You'll be able to probably buy things electronically, be able to get your claim funded electronically. So I think the whole the whole efficiency model of uh, what has pained the insurance space uh, and caused uh, significance in expense ratio will be um, drastically improved. Our thanks to Sal Abano for his valued input in his role as an insurance executive. Thanks also to Kishan Ramaneni, Gerent Salesforce Industries lead, for detailing how technology can quite literally change the way insurers are and will continue doing business. Ahead of the Curve is produced by Gerent. Our technical producer is Dave Grime, owner of the Acme Podcasting Company in Toronto. I'm Chris Henry. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>